Hey, what's up? Dr. J again, and we got season four, episode three. What is the one way the ENFP loses weight? Once again, I used to think that it was very ignorant, uh, very foolish to say that there's only one way uh, to go and do anything because nobody knows what a person's nurture has been until they get to know an individual. Uh, and so, uh, though that is true, um, uh, you can come to discover what a person's nature is and you can do it relatively fast if you know the right traits uh, the, to look for, the right characteristics to look for, so you can then identify who a person is and then relate that to their nurture, to their environment, to their past background, who has developed, uh, which has developed them into who they have become up to present day today. So, today we got the ENFP, what is the one way for this type to lose weight specifically. Now, it is different for finance. It is, it is a little bit different for relationship, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but once again, today's only about the one way to lose weight. So I'm gonna give you the four-step method for the ENFP. Here it is, step number one. Uh, they have extroverted intuition. This is all about the realm of possibilities, the what if for other people, uh, literally connecting the dots in the external world, all about possibilities super optimistic in regards to possibilities. In fact, they are so optimistic in regards to possibility, they will jump in to just about any opportunity that comes their way that, that they've never had that, that experience before. And as long as it resonates with their morals and who they are, pop, like, hey, like, yeah, I'm, I'm willing to try just about anything. They gotta be careful when setting uh, their fitness goal uh, because if they try to do it for themselves, they're screwed. I'm going to say this again. If they try to go and do it for themselves, they're screwed. They actually need to figure out a very cunning way, a very um, uh, intuitive way to merge whatever that goal is into other people's future. How does it benefit them? Um, for instance, uh, with me, because guess what? I just so happen to be an ENFP. Uh, with me, if I'm ever setting any goal, I can't do it just because I want to do it. No, I have to first think, okay, what are the possibilities that are going to come about? And how is it going to tie into the future of my wife? How's it going to tie into the future of my kids and the people who are around me? And then what values can I attach to that? Uh, it's super important that it, it be worded exactly this way. Uh, in an ENFP, they'll, because <laughs> they'll go directly to their internal morals and internal value system. When they try to go and lose the weight, they'll get super excited at first, but then, oh, hey, you know, another possibility came up, and I'm going to go and I'm going to try this uh, weight loss drink, or I'm going to try this weight loss program, and yeah, I, I, I've done all of them. <laughs> Typical approach of an ENFP. So step number one, what are the possibilities uh, and how do they tie into the futures of everyone else? The possibility here, uh, me, uh, I'm just going to use me as an example, uh, me losing 10 pounds. And in the event that I do lose 10 pounds, how does that contribute to the futures of other people? Uh, I'll have more energy to render service, to get on the podcast, to make sure that, Hey, I'm always on top of the game. I'm always energetic. And I always have brand new content to go and bring to you the listener because Hey, my my brain's uh, receiving some more oxygen that maybe it wouldn't have received uh, had I not been in the process of losing the 10 pounds. And so uh, that's the very first uh, step. Now, uh, luckily for ENFPs, my type, um, extroverted intuition, that's where their motivation is. 
It's also where their natural energy is. This is why these people, me included, ESFP and ENFPs both, are super energetic. They're bing, 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 and they just go, 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 go. Now, if you're, you know, one of the types that is just like a little bit more reserved, yeah, we might kind of shy you away a little bit. But hey, if you're listening to this and you made it this far, chances are you're an ENFP and you're probably bing, bong, bing, bong, bing, bong, bing, and just along fine with me. <laughs> so secondly, in order to stay motivated, uh, in order to uh, stay on task, uh, that ambition of losing the 10 pounds has to resonate with my core values, has to resonate with your core values and who you really are. Uh, I've said it time and time and time again, in order to discipline FI parent. Um, I, now, ENFPs, necessarily don't need to be writing it down for the sake of giving somebody else an experience like the ESFP would. Um, But uh, ENFP, they need to be writing down all the realm of possibilities, not the experience they're going to be giving everyone, but all the realms of possibilities that they can envision how it ties into other people's futures based off of who that person is in the future. Um, And so uh, me, like my greatest ambition is uh, to be speaking on stage in in massive crowds, massive events. Uh, And I understand that I'm going to have to have energy to last 12, 16 hour days and speak the full time. Okay. So, uh, does that resonate with who I am and, and where I'm going and what my values are? Absolutely, it does. Uh, and so that's the second step is to know and understand what your core values are and how does that relate to the 10 pounds tying into the futures of, of everyone else. Now, in comparison to the ESFP, the ESFP is only about what experience are you going to give through the five senses? And then what experience are you going to then share once you lose uh, however much weight with whoever it is that you're trying to give that experience to. Uh, and so this is the absolute distinguishment between ESFP and ENFP. And so if you've been having a hard time distinguishing, hey, am I this one or am I this one? That is going to answer your question right there. Uh, from there, step number three is that ENFPs got to read, man. You got to read, you got to learn, you got to develop. Uh, uh, now, here's the really cool thing is that ENFPs and how they're distinguishing from the ESFP with their TE child, because uh, that is the third function in the ENFP's um, uh, stack, is TE child for the ENFP needs to read, read, read for knowledge's sake. Okay, understand this. ENFP needs to read for knowledge's sake. Uh, ESFP needs to read for action's sake. Okay, ESFPs need to read continually so then they can put it into action and go and use their INTJ subconscious to strategize and mastermind and boom, use that willpower to go and execute and finish. Okay, that's not the same way with the ENFP. ENFP, they need to read so then they can store it in their long-term data memory bank with their SI inferior. And they can recall on that information to then teach, to then apply. Uh, that is why the IS, uh, the ENFP's subconscious is the ISTJ, aka the scholar, aka a walking Google search engine. Uh, and when these people, uh, my type, 
when they go and get the information that they need and they store it in their SI inferior, their SI inferior doesn't need to be afraid of, of uh, what its duty is. And so it can then transcend that information onto other people. This is why they call the ENFP the champion, uh, the people's champion. They champion people to become better. They motivate people. They inspire people. They, uh, a lot of ENFPs are salespeople. Um, a lot of ENFPs are speakers. Uh, ENFPs are literally in career spots that are destined and designed to make people's lives better. That's it. Okay, nothing more, nothing less. ESFP's purpose is to have willpower to entertain in some way, shape, or form. It doesn't necessarily need to be to make people's lives better. No, it's more or less to entertain, to give someone an experience of some sort. That's why they call them the entertainer type, okay? Um, and so last but not least, if they're reading and it needs to be content in regards to self-improvement, to self-growth, to self-development. It doesn't necessarily need to be in regard to uh, losing weight like the ESFP would. No, not at all. Uh, it needs to be in regards to just self-improvement because they, once again, the ENFP is tying their future into everyone else's future. And if they can help everyone else get what they want, they automatically get what they want in the end. Okay, and, and the, the moment that, the, that an ENFP goes and tries to do it for themselves, uh, they become super selfish. Uh, they'll become extremely backstabbing. Uh, they'll become uh, extremely immoral. They will go against their core values if they even have any. And then therefore, if they won't achieve the fitness that they need to achieve, the, the health that they need to achieve, the energy that they need to achieve. And so step one. Obviously, they need to know, all right, what is it that I'm after? I'm after a 10-pound transformation, okay? They need to tie that into the futures of how does this work in other people's lives? How does this give other people a better future? Should I lose this 10 pounds? Step number two, does this resonate with who I am? My internal ethics, my, my morality, my morals. Does it resonate with who Dr. J really is? Uh, yeah, it does. Okay, great. Cool. In uh, ENFP, if you're on here right now, write this down every day. Okay, not for the sake of like writing it down to uh, show your FI parent. No, you just need to write it down so you can just keep understanding that you are trying to tie that 10 pounds into other people's futures. Number three, uh, be reading slash listening to self-help, self-improvement books because your FI parent is going to need as much self-help as it, as it can possibly get. It needs it. It needs it. Uh, from there, last but not least, is number four. Number four is uh, your SI inferior. Your SI inferior will then make it its duty to take all the information with self-help to apply the morals. Then it will tie the 10 pounds or however much it is into other people's future, it will share and, and, and uh, project all that information that it learned from self-help to help other people's lives be better. And then in, in return, the NFP, in order to be successful, they have to not only uh, make the lives of other people's, uh, the make other people's lives better, but they'll end up getting what they want in the end. It's about the 
end game for these guys. And if they can persist and make it to the end, then they will win. Understand this, get this, you ENFPU. And I suppose with that being said, I'll see you on the next episode as we're going to uh, be going through uh, the ESFJ and the ENTJ, the, e, the EJs, the EJs we're going to be diving into. So God bless you, my friend. God keep you. Hopefully this helped out. If it did, uh, be sure to uh, like, subscribe, follow on YouTube at the official Dr. J. Go and favorite this podcast and uh, let's go and let's. Make this thing happen and understand the one way and one approach that each type needs to be taking. Have a great rest of the day.